Golden Spiral Media presents Chester's Mill Gazette, an Under the Dome podcast. Hey, Domeheads, it's time. Doug and Karen are ready to deliver the latest issue of Chester's Mill Gazette and share their thoughts on this week's episode of Under the Dome. Are you ready? Here are your hosts, Doug and Karen. Hi, everyone. This is Mackenzie Lintz. I play Nori on Under the Dome, and you're reading the Chester's Mill Gazette. And welcome and thanks for reading this new issue of the Chester's Mill Gazette. I'm Wi-Fi Firewall Administrator Doug Payton. And I'm graffiti critic Karen Lindsay. We are hot off the presses with this issue for Season 2, Episode 8, Awakening. You know, that is the same or very similar to the title of uh, a Robin Williams movie that I really I know. love. I just thought the same thing. That was a I great still, movie. It still hasn't sunk in that he's no, no longer yeah. with us. Well, staying on the what lighter a downer, side. Doug. I'm sorry. On the lighter side of things, the masthead again. We are published by Golden Spiral Media at goldenspiralmedia.com slash dome. Uh, you can buy the book or the season one DVDs or any other the dome stuff from there. And a portion of the purchase price will go to support the podcast. Thank you very much. And there's also a link to our Patreon site where you can contribute to Golden Spiral Media. And then depending on the level of uh, Patreonage you use, you'll get some uh, nice little bonuses there. So give us a look-see on that page. I love when you coin something. <laughs> and you, you have coined Patreon Edge. I love that. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's something I do. I know. I love it. <laughs> the writer of this episode was Andre Fisher-Centino, I think. And writers. I, I, well, yes. And I, I, I was... Hope I got that name right. And we also have Daniel Truly. Yeah, his is much easier to say. Truly, it is. Mm -hmm. And the director was the executive producer, Jack Bender. One of them, at least. <laughs> more than one. That's true. <laughs> so, you want to talk about the ratings? Well, let's talk about the ratings. We have some news for you, folks. And our official ratings person is here with it. Yep. So here's the ratings from HitFix. And again, they match. I'm so happy when they're matching. matchy. Um, American Ninja Warrior, Master Chef, and Under the Dome were among the Monday night standouts as NBC, CBS, and Fox were all able to claim little bits and pieces of primetime victory. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I, they're spreading honestly, the wealth. I love ninjas. I, seriously. I mean, anyone who follows me on Twitter knows how much I love ninjas. But if I never have to say American Ninja Warrior again after this, <laughs> I will be very happy. Um, Under the Dome added a few viewers week to week with 7.23 million viewers to lead the 10 p.m. hour for CBS and stayed flat with a second place 1.5 rating among adults 18 to 49. Now, I don't want to sound like we're, you know, denigrating any other TV shows or, oh, GSM podcasts. But I was listening to the Extant podcast, Dark Matter, uh -huh. on Golden Spiral Media. And I noticed that their numbers were a little lower than Under the, Under the Domes has been. Mm -hmm. So I'm feeling pretty good here. Okay. And Extant, I love I love the show. Halle Berry is doing a great job. The 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 storyline there is great, but Under the Dome is uh, 
is still doing getting well. better numbers. He's doing better numbers, yeah, in in, in well, the demographics and also the total number of uh, viewers. Uh, there's a bit of a difference between the two shows in that this has an established audience. You know, it's the second season. Yes, I would be interested to know how would, uh, how extant now first season compared to Under the Dome first season. That's for another uh, time. Well, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll do a little investigating and I'll give you that next week. Um, okay. And I hate when they say stayed flat. It says stayed flat. Why doesn't it say stayed stable? Steady. Steady. Yeah, but stayed flat. What an, uh, whatever. Um, TV by the numbers report says on CBS Under the Dome matched last week's series That's low. That's nicer. But series, series low. low. Well, it was the series low. That's true. Yeah, I know, but still, one point five uh, adults, eighteen to forty nine rating, while mistresses on ABC earned a series low zero point seven. There you go. Down thirty percent from last week's one point zero adults, eighteen to forty nine rating. Yeah, that doesn't bode well for mistresses. No, not really. Uh, although it is the summer, so who cares, right? At least ABC doesn't really. I don't think, although it may not be on next summer. Um, so the the summary is at 10 p.m. CBS under the dome 1.5 with five share 7.23 million. ABC mistresses 0.72 share 3.3 million. Wow, bit That's of a, a gap huge there. Huge difference, yeah. Um, CBS was first in viewers for the eighth time in the last nine weeks, scoring seven of the top ten programs. Yes. Yeah, including all three editions of Big Brother. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Big Brother. You know, a couple of years ago, Big Brother was so far off my radar, You, I would have been hard-pressed to tell you it was even on the air here in America. I knew it was on the air in, in England, but... Honestly, I just <laughs> we did, reality shows in general. We did beat all of those uh, the, the the Sunday, the Wednesday, and the Thursday uh, episodes. Under the yeah. Dome beat them all out. It was like a number Under the Dome was seven, and yeah. the three Big Brothers were eight, nine, and ten. Yeah, well, I mean they don't compete, so it's, that's true. It's not a that's big true. deal. Um, so including all three editions of Big Brother, according to Nielsen Live Plus, same day ratings for the week ending August seventeenth. CBS broadcasts in the top 20. They got number three, NCIS. Number four, 60 Minutes. Okay, that's always gripping. In the top 10. Yeah. Number five, The Big Bang Theory. Number seven, Under the Dome. Yes. And that's with 6.90 million. Um, the Big Bang Theory got 7.66 million, and that's a rerun. <laughs> Um, 60 Minutes was also a rerun, and NCIS also a rerun. So we're having trouble with the reruns there. They they can they can still pull in more than Under the Dome first run. But like I said, <laughs> well, still with other sci-fi shows, we're we're doing we're comparing pretty well. Yeah, The Big Bang Theory is a juggernaut. Um, yeah, that's true. Number eight, Big Brother Sunday was 6.81 million, just a hair below Under the Dome. Number nine, Big Brother Wednesday, 6.65 million. And number 10, Big Brother Thursday was 6.44 million. And it looks like Big Brother also a juggernaut if you count them all together. Count them all together, as yeah. As one show, yeah. But there's, they're mostly the same people watching it, I would, I would imagine. Yes, yes. And then they watch it on the internet as well for the uncensored version. Mm. 
yeah, I'd be scared <laughs> personally, but hey. Alrighty, well, let's get right into our episode discussion. And our headline this week: Barbie brings bombshell to his babe. Best I, I could like do. Yeah, you know the bombshell of you know at the very end there. You know, it's kind of a sort big of deal. Yes, he tries. Yeah, it, well, it was just a bombshell to know that he's alive and outside. Well, that's true. So she knows mm-hmm. for sure that it's him. Now, one of the things I wonder is that whether she got the message or not. I think she did. Don't jump, but... We'll see. Yeah. I would think so. I, I, what was the first thing he... Well, we'll get to that. He I said did... that it's danger. Oh, okay. Um. Now... I gave this uh, a rating of a, of a nice solid eight. Eight penguins at the Zenith Zoo. Mm-hmm. Um, we were. St- this is the, like I said. I think I said last week or or earlier that this season is moving the plot along more often. Uh, there are fewer episodes about life under the dome. You know how to deal with, like we talked about, a fire or that sort of thing. Right. Whereas the second season, there's a lot more plot advancement very quickly. You got 13 episodes, you got to move it along. Um, right. And, and those, those slower episodes in the first season had to be done. You know, mm-hmm. you have, there's obvious questions, looting, you know, to dealing with that, you know, um, hospital, uh, dealing with the, with the sick there and the loss of, you know, medicine coming in. Okay. Right. Well, this season we've really been pushing things along here. So that's why I gave it an eight. See, okay, I gave it a six. I I really did not like this episode. And there are myriad reasons for that. Um, And I gave it six astonishingly advanced jump drives. And again, (laughs) I'll get into that later. But And I didn't think it moved along that much. Um, I don't think it advanced the plot at all. Hmm. I agree it's not about what's inside the dome, but I don't think we learned very much in this episode. Okay. Uh, we met Hunter, but otherwise, you know, what really did... Well, we'll get into that. <laughs> so, right. let's discuss. All righty. Well, let's get to uh, the uh, kind of the A story. It's uh, basically what's going on in Zenith. There we go. I can find it here. Can you um, hand me the crossword please while uh, you discuss yeah, j- just don't get distracted <laughs> okay just don't get distracted what's 21 down what's another word for? <laughs> i'm sorry go ahead another word for a uh, a fake person in a cornfield uh <laughs> scarecrow joe how's that okay there we go um th- so the a story kind of happens in zenith we've got really two zenith uh stories going on we've got the barbie side and the sam side so let's start with the barbie side all right. Um, the signal, we find out that the signal, the Wi-Fi signal, comes through or started to come through when the dome went white. It, it, it let things through at the time. Mm-hmm. But now they've, uh, the military has firewalled that. Now, I, I can't imagine why they would do that unless they're really trying to manage the information that's going in and out of the dome. Which they are, obviously. Yeah. Is it them or is it really Acteon? I don't know. And by the way, how? You can't do that. Oh, oh you firewall the Wi-Fi? <laughs> firewall a dome. 
that you just can't. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's that is true. Okay. <laughs> Wi-Fi is Wi-Fi. If it if it comes in, it comes in. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I mean, unless they've right. got uh, unless what they mean by Wi-Fi is uh, jamming it. That's probably the, the term they should have used because but, I know well, there's places that that do that kind of thing if they don't want you to use. your What are they phone. doing to jam it though? Yeah, a whole town, and just that town. Hmm. I mean, if you jam something, you'd have to put up something to jam it, and it would jam 360 degrees around those things. So yeah, yeah you got a point there. I'm just saying the technology in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're, we're bordering on the magic. Yeah, they can't. Okay. Number one, <laughs> how are they doing that? Um, and did they make the dome white? I don't think so. I think when I've what I've heard is that uh, they were surprised that it went white, but when it did, then the signal was able to get through. And then they magically were able to filter. <laughs> the information going in and out of the dome magically hmm. we're able to firewall it quickly right away oh, because right. nothing could get in and out after that like, like they were prepared for it they didn't have time to set up stuff because you know no one got email after that yeah that's true i guess they're just okay well so there's the start of I mean, my pitching that, okay. about this episode. And, that, and I'm I'm a computer guy, you know, by day, and so yeah, that that is true. I, I'm not right. really entirely sure how that would would happen. Like you said, other than jamming it, but you'd have to set up something to do that jamming. Right, and it would take days. Well, un unless unless you know Chester's Mill had you know a a specific IP address or something like that. This is the internet yeah, address it, number on the uh, on the internet. It wouldn't. Um, depends. Well, it depends on the internet provider. I mean, we can get into you know, kind of a weird thing. Like, for example, in my little town, um, I'm using a particular internet provider, and they hand out the addresses. And maybe, you know, sometimes you can use an address to find out where somebody is, or at least get an idea of where they are. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, they would still have to be. Odds are, a there lot would of be. Someone in that town that would be on a different wavelength, or but they said Wi-Fi. Hmm. Yep. 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 That's different. It is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. All right. Plus, you could use a proxy. Plus, you. I mean, there's so many. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> My head spins from this, <laughs> and that's just the beginning of it. Okay. So. No, so know. there's that. Um. Barbie gets caught on camera. Mm -hmm. and, and and it seems like perhaps they were waiting for someone to show up specifically there. Yeah. That uh, our our new uh, friend Hunter. On the Hunter, park bench? Yeah. That our new, well, it was right near the, the spot. He was sitting there looking up, I think, at some point. Yeah. I know. And I guess he was using uh, Google Glasses or something. Not Google Glass. <laughs> the program that you can, like, use... To identify faces and stuff. Oh yes, yes, yes. There actually is some something like that. So yeah, that's that's cool. I get that. And our our fella starts uh, following our Barbie, but Barbie has got that military training working for him. Yeah, you know that's the bright spot of that episode. 
I like that kid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did a, a, a good job. For, you know, initially we don't know who he's working for and how he's got all this information and uh, all these camera feeds at his uh, disposal. Mm-hmm. I liked but, Hunter. Uh, but he worked, uh, he worked out real well. And uh, he does... Um, uh, he does give. He does really want to be uh, Barbie's, you know, inside guy. As far as we can tell. As far as we can tell, yeah, that's yeah. true. We just had one episode with him, but it it looks like he's uh, and uses Barbie to get some uh, some information off his dad's computer. Now, <clears throat> I can tell by your rating <laughs> that the manner in which he did that is a little odd. Pinky? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And 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 I and I will again, agree. We... I will agree to a point, but. There's, there are, I know, for I example. I know there's a hole for that. Yeah, right? you can have, you can have like uh, uh, certain kinds of uh, USB drives can run a program when you plug them in. Yes, but do they have Wi-Fi that would connect directly to your computer? Um, uh, well, I mean, it could have like that program could open could make a connection to where you're going to be, you know, make a connection to your okay. computer and now, open up that little channel. And then you the just one saving grace for the jump drive to open up and do all that stuff. And th- there is one thing that it could not do. And that is go through the password protection. It could not do that. Uh, There's he, no way. He, yeah. He would have to, you know, hack all hack on that for. Yeah. Who knows but I mean, long. there's, it it has to run something in order for it to do anything, and it can't run anything. Oh, well, that's true, because if, if, if the password was to get onto the computer, then, yes, you'd be kind of hosed. It can't run anything. Okay, so there's that. But in order to do anything, and let's just ignore the password protection, let's pretend that's not there. <laughs> um, he worked for Barbie's dad. So getting onto the network... We can ignore that because maybe he has a a VPN or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, so that's easy enough. But the one major thing was there is absolutely no way he could have hacked into that computer with a jump drive when it had a password. There is no way. It's, um, it's, um. Unless he knew it and then he wouldn't need Dale. <laughs> that's true. Too. Well, he'd have to get in. Dale was, was his was his. But he didn't physical. have to get in. If he knew the password, he wouldn't have to need. He wouldn't need Barbie at all. Ah. If he knew the password, he could just hack in. Uh not necessarily. I don't think you could. You can. You can enter the password for a computer without actually, um, without actually being there to type it in on the keyboard. Now, if the, like there are, I use uh for 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 my work, I connect to client machines and. I just get a screen that looks, you know, a window that ha- is a screen onto that computer. But if he's not running software like that, which he probably isn't, then yeah, then he wouldn't. He be able didn't to do have that. Barbie type it in though. Oh, that's true. He didn't. He had Barbie type in the the code on the site, so he he didn't use Barbie for the password to get onto the computer, <laughs> right? <laughs> Hey, you got me there too. That's a huge plot hole. <laughs> see, so do you see what I'm saying about the technology? That would have to be some sort of special, like, super advanced technology jump drive, right? 
Uh, I believe it's from uh, the same company that makes uh, all the other plot devices. <laughs> okay, so this is why I gave it a six. Acme jump because drives. It, it's not... It wouldn't have been hard for them to do the research to find out that that was not possible. That all it would have taken was for him to say, you know, um, you need to put this in and run, you know, type this to run this program and it will find the password. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that would have been plausible, at least to tech people like us. I guess they're hoping we're not watching. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> so, I mean, that it, just something to make it, you know, it, it, he could have just used that same jump drive and said, okay, I need you to run this or, you know, click this button or just something. <laughs> I don't know. So I don't all, know what, but they could have done something to make it look automated, like, yes. to make it look like he was running a program to solve the password. That's all. All right. And it wouldn't have taken a lot of research to do that. <laughs> So anyway, part of my ranting. Let's, so, so let's once assume they... I put that in the nitpicking Alrighty. section. So once they wave that magic wand, <laughs> he takes him to houndsofdiana.com. Now, if you have not been there yet, folks, you need to be there. There are yeah, some really good uh, yeah, some videos about uh, uh, news reports about the dome. There have been supposedly when you know the Wi-Fi has opened up that Joe and Nori... And Melanie have been making video blogs, vlogs out uh, and, and sending them, trying to send them out. And, you know, occasionally they sneak out and uh, when the Wi-Fi opens up. So uh, th- those are on there, too. There's a note from Nori's biological dad, you know, hashtag save Nori and a little description about uh, a little bit about that background. It's very, it's very interesting. So oh, it's nice to see him again. Yeah. So yeah, you check those things out, and the, the newer stuff's at the top. And again, the reason they have that box, that little code box, visible on that page in the show is for us, really, so that we can type it in and get information. And as actually, an I think egg. I think all you need to do, at least the first time I went there, was uh, I was just able to click on the box. That green box right. showed up, and you just click on it, and you're off you go right. into the. Uh, but now you might be able site. to put in the code that they gave on the show. I don't know. I haven't been there since this episode came out, but um, it would not be on that homepage. I'm <laughs> guessing he would have to type in some sort of admin, like forward slash admin or something like that. It wouldn't be admin. Anyway, again with the nitpicking. <laughs> I'm sorry. Alrighty, no problem. No problem. Tell us what you really think. <laughs> I'm sorry, Doug. I told <laughs> you to rein me in if I got too far <laughs> off track. And it's clear that Dad knows about the uh, the egg. Yeah. Because the email that he that Barbie dictated to him added was an additional line that said, "Hey, bring the egg." Okay, so. Now, this is not a nitpick. This is actually something I was thinking about. Now, we know that Melanie is from Zenith. And Melanie is also someone that was a hand and knew about the egg. And wanted to protect it. Right. Mm -hmm. So does he know because of Melanie? Hmm. But Melanie wasn't in Zenith after the egg. 
Who was in Zenith after the egg? Trying to get the egg, you mean? Or after, just after it landed. Because she wasn't she buried with the egg? Yeah, unless it's a, unless this the egg that we've been seeing, uh, in from the that came from the mini dome and all that, it was a new egg. Could be. No, they're not a sponsor. <laughs> new egg. It's a good site though. But but he see yeah so he he knows about the egg therefore there is this whole bit with what Pauline knew and and the information that she drew up in the uh, uh, and the postcards and the paintings and all that you got to wonder if somebody took her seriously mm. but considered her tried to get her considered crazy so that nobody would pay more any more attention to the postcards and the paintings. So he learned through someone that saw her paintings, maybe. Possibly. Or maybe Pauline was not the only person who was contacted uh, about an impending, you know, dome coming down and the egg back maybe. in 88 and all that stuff. Perhaps maybe. Barbie's dad um, had some advanced knowledge as well. Interesting. Or somebody in his, in, in his group. For some reason, I was just hoping it was the tide of Zenith, but it can't be, right? Um, it's interesting though that, yeah, that, that Melanie and Barbie are both from there. That's where, um, that's where the obelisk is. I guess, I get, I'm not sure. I'm still not sure what the obelisk is for. I thought maybe that was going to be the way back or something like that. It's got some tie. But maybe it's just, you know, a landmark that the pink stars were using to say, this is where you'll wind up, you know. Um, Maybe. Yeah, could be. I don't know. I need there to be something about <laughs> something about Zenith, Melanie, and Barbie. To draw them all together. It could still happen. Okay. I just I feel like there needs to be some sort of tie between them. I I hate to say I need there to be, but you know what I'm I, I think that would be really neat. Nice to tie that up, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I liked when uh when Hunter and Barbie were are, are talking and at one point um uh, he tell Hunter tells, or it it is disclosed. I forget exactly how that Hunter works for Acteon Energy, for Barbie's dad, and you know you, you get Barbie's like, why didn't you tell me this before? Baby steps, buddy, you're you're wound kind of tight. I know. See, that's the kind of thing I like about Hunter. That was a good line. Yeah, and it, it's true. Even though Barbie, he seemed kind of serious in Chester's Mill, definitely, but he almost seems more serious. In Zenith. Now, yeah. Yeah, like around his dad. And really, he should be more relaxed, right? Well, <laughs> He's free. Yes, but he really wants to get, you know, Julia, for example, out of right. there. He wants to get the dome down. He's got a, He's a man on a mission. Right. And he threatens Hunter, you know, hey, you get me to that dome or, you know. It's... Right. I don't think he just wants Julia out. I think he wants the whole dome down. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I would think I, so. I think he wants to be the big damn hero. And again, I hate to say the big damn hero, but that's, you know, the catchphrase from Firefly. So indeed. Yeah. I liked when he was going to the dome and you see the protesters and stuff like that. And that's, you know, you think about if something, you know, that cataclysmic had happened. Yeah. You can see people out there. The end of the world sure. is nigh, kind of thing or uh, or let us in or that sort of stuff. And the military, oh. yes, indeed, would really 
cordon that place off. There would be so many conspiracy theorists. And, <laughs> I mean, there's still conspiracy theorists about 9-11. So imagine if it were still going on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Just imagine if there were an ongoing thing happening in the United States. Dome truthers. Exactly. They would be all over it. So, yeah, things would be crazy. There would It would almost be like a tourist attraction. Except uh, nobody's getting in to see it. No, but they would be wherever the the rim is, you know. Yeah, as far and as they could go. And then there would be go. people trying to get to the demilitarized zone on the other side where the bomb fallout stuff is too yeah i'm glad they they have kept that uh they've they've made sure that we still you know remember that they're they're being consistent as far as you know part of it is you know like a wasteland now yeah yeah and as barbie go ahead no i'm just saying they i'm i'd like to see what happened with that side how far did that go how terrible was the damage? Did I mean, we saw any- it. It was. Did they destroy yeah. anything else out there? Oh, was I'm another sure. Another town. Yeah. It was a long way out, so I'm sure it did. And uh, Barbie shows up, and he's got this rather basic disguise, <laughs> which yeah, which brings us to. And now the Barbie of the week. Special edition intrigue Barbie, complete with. Master of Disguise Kit, including face-hiding Clark Kent glasses. This has been the Barbie of the Week. And we want to thank Sir Wayne Henderson for the inspiration for that particular Barbie. Yes, thank you, sir. <laughs> he tweeted He'll know that why to we're us. we're calling it, sir. Yes. <laughs> we're calling him, sir. He tweeted that uh, to us on, uh, on Twitter during the uh, episode. Mm-hmm. We are on Twitter at cmilgazette. One Z, two T's. Uh, GSM now. Oh, we have the GSM tag on the end? Yes. So C it's Mill on. Gazette GSM. All the GSM me... podcasts have uh, Twitter accounts at this point. And to kind of standardize, we throw GSM at the end so you know it's us. It is C Mill Gazette GSM. That's All exactly right. correct. So it's exactly the same, except it has GSM at the end. So if you have your own ideas for a Barbie of the Week, and I'll hit it a couple uh, later on uh, that other folks have uh, suggested, then go ahead and tweet us there or send us feedback. Yep. And if you were already following us, you are still following us. It's Well, that's nice. You're all good. Did nobody catch... I mean, really, there's there's 10 guys, maybe a dozen, on the truck, and nobody sees Barbie toss the case and get underneath the truck? Again. <laughs> now, even I noticed this one. Right. You should have noticed all the other stuff, too, Doug. <laughs> I know. I'm just... See, I, I, I'm easy to please. I know. I, I'm, I'm wanting this, you know, this this uh, plot it, to move along. When it comes to technology, though, I am a stickler. I uh, think the worst was in Chuck. They had a disk drive once, and it was in the shape of a triangle. <laughs> Wait a minute, now, wait a minute. How would that work? How would it spin? Yeah, well, I guess it's the smallest circle you could fit inside the triangle, uh, triangle, I guess. There's uh, no way it would work, <laughs> though, right? Well, I've seen CDs that are in the shape of a rectangle. 
Yeah, but still. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so he hitches a ride. He gets to. Now, it was interesting. He. I, and I meant to do the uh, calculations before now, but he hits a tripwire on the way to the uh, the dome. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, okay, he's. I think I saw the sign. He was at about two miles out when he got off the truck. I thought there was a sign there that said two miles to the, yeah, the dome or whatever. I think so. So, and the dome itself is two miles in. Is it diameter or radius? One or the other. Anyway, radius. 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 Two miles it radius. So that's bigger than two miles. Four miles. A four-mile radius circle. Mm-hmm. Did they have that uh, uh, one big string that goes around the whole thing like that, or he did he just get really unlucky? Right. Yes. And he's ex-military. Ah, you'd think he'd. Uh, well, yeah, it was. It was Wouldn't he notice? Well uh, yeah, he was. On. He was running. He was. He was. Okay. Yeah. Trying to make he, a, make a date. He was trying. He had a date with his yeah. babe. And he's. Distracted. I get that. Okay. Okay. And so he finally meets her and gives her the uh, the good news that it's dangerous <laughs> out there. The good news. Yeah, he tells her it's dangerous and he's about to tell her don't jump. Although he does get most of it out, don't Jay. Right? So. So now you just got to fill in the blank. Right. And I'm assuming she gets that. I'm assuming, at least. I would think so, because she already figured out that we were talking about leaping into the uh, abyss. Right. And, and hopefully she knows that he wouldn't want her to take the egg outside of the town. Well, and, and not only that, but all of a sudden he gets you know taken into custody by the military. Is that something you really want to jump into? Right. Right. Yeah. You would kind of want to rethink. What got sent to you. Yeah. At least you know he's alive. Now, you know, don't... Although, there's a part of you that would think, well, maybe he needs me to do what he said in order to save him. I don't know. That would be a conundrum for me, at least. A conundrum. Yes. You heard me right. I said conundrum. We use the word in a sentence. Look it up. (laughs) I used it correctly, too. Thank you. (laughs) Let's move on to Sam. We are still in Zenith. Yeah. <laughs> at, at least this storyline kind of made sense. Uh, there were no plot holes in it, but man. Yeah, we got uh, Sam into the pharmacy pretty easily. Well, I think they did a good job with that. Yeah, yeah. We got the, the, the pass card by, from somebody who dashed out the door. Yep. And the fact that Sam's a doctor, he would know what to take. Mm-hmm. Specifically what you need to get. Yeah, that's fine. And he puts the card back down. That's good. So he's not a really bad guy. He uh, didn't. Yeah, he didn't take too much advantage of it. Just get the drugs to. Uh, he has to give Delisle to kind of snap him out of it. Right now, we know Sam's an addict. Um, so it's good that we see him put the card back down. I mean, he's not a drug addict, but you know, any kind of addict, you have to worry about. You know what what they do with that addiction. Yeah, and so, with, the, with the opportunities that are just drop into their lap. Right. So he puts the card back down. That's good. Um, he's going to go drinking at some point, though. You hmm. just know that. Well, I mean, he's outside the dome. What else you do, right? Right. That, I, I'm thinking that's where he was going. Ah, and that's where he, he doesn't really want to go back in. He wants to have a good time. I'm going. I'm leaving. <laughs> so they go through the postcards. 
in chronological order, and um, we've seen everything. You know, we, you know, the the all the things that have happened so far: the Red Rain, yada yada yada. Except yeah. for, and I was I was hoping there was going to be something else, but it's something we've already basically seen so far: was the Red right. Door. Now she painted that too in a painting, right? I thought didn't so. We yes, see that I believe so. Up in her, yeah. Okay, so how would Lyle know it's in the cards if he didn't get that postcard yet? Well, he was saying in the it's in the cards just because I think he was really uh, just fixated on those when he was when he took the uh, the journal from Junior Whack Junior and hit the road. Mm-hmm. Um, he was very much fixated on those cards in particular, and later on he's saying other things, you know. So. Um, I think this was mostly a, um, uh, just, you know, just a manifestation of the things he's, he's fixated on, but yeah, um, it's in the cards, uh, man, I don't know, it could be residual domishness, I don't know. Okay. Like he's in awe of the fact that she knew everything that was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. The, I can hand wave all that really. I mean that it makes sense to me in a, in a weird way. So, and yeah. we all know where the red door is. Yeah, we do. We they do. Don't. That's going to be a tough job. We have to. My guess is we have to at some point get, get Barbie together. and them together, right? Uh, to to put together this where this red door is. Now it looked like it was kind of hidden on uh, the property of uh, Mr. Barbara. Yeah, so and I'm guessing Don's going to be the big bad and all that. Oh yes, yes, yes. He's going to try and stop them. Um, and the fact that it's on his property, that means something, right? That he's got the way back. And yeah, it's not, not by chance that that is there. Yeah, I'm sure. Right. It's, if uh, it is the way back. I mean, it might just be something to turn off the dome. Who knows? Uh. All righty. Well, let's move on to our B story here with Sheriff Jim Rennie. Oh, okay, I'll just... take the jumble now. Yeah. I'm done with the crossword. <laughs> Do they still publish Jumble? I don't know, but if they do, I'd, I'd play it. <laughs> I like word games. I, I Wait, remember seeing, just... it, seeing it in the 70s in the newspaper in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'll play Candy Crush. <laughs> <laughs> this is a newspaper, no, I mean... not a tablet. We don't have a tablet app yet. We're, we're not that big. No, that's true. Although, you know, if you got the internet... On your tablet, you could definitely read Chester's book. Is that on there? Yeah, that's true. Well, Jim is really, really milking this whole uh, religious angle. You know, he's got his hand in the Bible, remembering Duke. Uh, wow. I mean, he's, he's, I don't know where the, and it may it's all blur together, but, you know, where the, the whole Bible stuff stops and the dome stuff starts. You know, it's it seems like it's all to him in his mind, at least, uh, all one big, you know, conglomeration. And yeah, I used that in a sentence too. <laughs> Very nice. How did you take that part where he is looking at Duke stuff? Did you take it as him, you know, kind of reminiscing about Duke, or did you take it as him? I don't know, kind of lording over the fact that he now had Duke's job. I think, I mean, he had, you know, had some sort of relationship with Duke as far as the propane and the, and the drugs. 
Uh, I don't well, know if was it was it a, a friendly one. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I'm not, not entirely sure. Maybe he's, I don't know, thinking I could do this better than you. Right. Did he covet that power? Uh, he I had, don't know. He was just a, uh, a councilman and now he's sheriff. I mean, that's a, a yeah. bit of a, well, he's, he's really taking on he's a second bold. job. Yes. Right. And one of the things I noticed was, you know, he touched the stuff in there. He touched Duke's gun. And then he left it alone and got his own bigger gun hmm. and put it on his waist. So was it like your gun was inadequate and mine is better? Oh. I'm a better sheriff than you were? I don't know. There were a lot of little subtle meanings in that. You can take it's it a number of... It's not foreshadowing. It was just, you know... Well, you can take it a couple of different ways, and I think they all apply, you know, that he's okay. just... Uh, he thinks he's a better, uh, a better would be a better sheriff than Duke. That he deserves this job. Um, that he that he finally he, has it. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I'm you know relishing the fact that he's kind of stepping into that job. Yeah, yeah. That maybe he wanted it the whole time. You know, how did why did Linda get it? Why did oh yeah this person get it? Why did you know? So yeah, why did Phil get it? Even though he gave it to Phil. <laughs> And it's interesting that as we move along, you see where you can understand why this would, you know, he'd want the bigger gun. He'd want the sheriff position because, you know, as people, it looks like there's somebody around town kind of, uh, you know, trying to, trying to diss him, frankly, you know. the Has a vendetta. Yeah, the the, the car fire in front of the Big Jim billboard, uh, the windmill that he put up is destroyed, that sort of thing. I love how they're not sure it's a vendetta against him, even though it's a car on fire that he sold in front of a billboard about his. <laughs> Come on, really? He's well, the one that has to point it out to them? <laughs> now, well, at least uh, when he goes to get a list of people who don't like him, you know, uh, I was a junior or Big Jim himself that said this could take a while. Yeah, Big Jim. Big Jim, yeah. Which I thought was funny. Uh that was another bright part of the episode is him making a list. And I felt I felt like saying before he even said anything, I was like, well, that's going to take a few minutes. You <laughs> you might need a whole ream of paper for that. And then he says, well, um, this might take a while or something like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was that was a funny line, I thought. And uh, I, I do like that they said Phil. And that, because that was the first thing I thought of was yeah. Phil. Yeah. So they hit, uh, and he, he's hit a whole, some other people I believe that we've heard about in the in the past, and also the uh, the pig farmer. Yep. And because yep, yep. that makes sense, you know, Big Jim was ready to kill the, kill the whole town. Number one, but number two, kind of semi sort of implicates the pig farmer. Yep. Because he took the. The fluenza influenza from his pigs. Yeah. So it was, you know, based on um, the disease that his pigs carried. Yeah. And so, you know, they couldn't even eat his pigs anymore, which meant he lost his only contribution that he could give to the town. Yeah. Nobody and, wanted to touch yeah. Tom's ruined, pigs. No, no, no. Ruined his life, essentially. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, Tom's not so happy with him. Phil's not so happy with him. We, uh, Filthy, <laughs> kind of takes him out and uh, handcuffs him to the jail. 
Yeah. I don't know. Have you seen this uh, YouTube video with the two white trash girls fighting on their lawn? <laughs> I Have you don't seen think it? so. Okay. And one of them hits the other one with a shovel. Oh, man. At the end. Well, they're fighting and it's a really harsh fight. I mean, they are punching each other. And and finally, the one girl that had gotten the the most beating out of the two girls goes, you know, the, the girl that had won the fight clearly was kind of lording over and she was walking away. And then the other girl goes and picks up a shovel and hits the other girl in the head. <laughs> and I hate to laugh, but, you know, it's kind of been played for laughs on the Internet. And they're both okay, apparently. Um, but that's what it reminded me of when Phil hit him in the head, whatever it was. <laughs> well, it, Phil's been putting his trust in, I think he's learning now, the wrong people. I'm, I'm wondering if it has uh, maybe, you know, he's he's drinking and that kind of helps the fact that he's uh, easily or more easily uh, taken out, subdued. Yeah, what, is, what is the deal with Phil? Well, I see. I'm I'm wondering if he has, he's seen the true Big Jim Rennie. You'd think. Is it Dory? Dodie? Oh, Dodie. Sorry. Not Dory. Yeah. Dodie? Is it because of Dodie? You know. Mm, did, did, was it ever uh, established well, that Big Jim really killed her? I mean, established with he, everybody else. He let Barbie go. So whether he thinks Barbie did it or Big Jim did it, ultimately it's Big Jim's fault that whoever did it went free. And I wonder too if he has some thoughts about well, you know, it was Big Jim who gave me, you know, this job as deputy and stuff like that. And now I, you know, he's definitely, you know, not a not trustworthy a kind of guy. Yeah. yeah. What is that? You wonder if he thinks that may have. Um, uh, some implication of of you know he felt so good. He, I mean, we we talked before about, come on, Phil, you you were a DJ last week, and all of a sudden you're you know super cop, right? And then you know realizing that that's how he acted, but he he was he was given that job from Big Jim. Well, now that, that's kind of like, I don't know. I can see how that would really dis dishearten him. Right. Yeah. So he. I remember when Big Jim gave him that job, he didn't hate Big Jim. So I don't think he thought that Big Jim killed Dodie at that point. But Big Jim did let Barbie go. And he had an issue with Big Jim over that. Mm -hmm. So he was kind of seesawing with him. And I think that was Big Jim's way of getting Phil back in his corner. And then he lost the job because of the twistiness of him stealing the food and big Jim didn't side with him. Mm -hmm. Big Jim just let him go to jail and took the job, you know, from Barbie. So well, Phil's thinking, you know, I'm, I, I, I was, I had this, all this self-esteem built up. Then I find it was based on this jerk. Right. First of all, he lets Barbie become sheriff after that. And doesn't stop it. Yep. And then when Barbie, quote unquote, dies, he takes the job instead of reinstating Phil. Yeah. Yeah. So, that, so there's I mean, so is many that things. Maybe. Yeah. So oh, weird. Well, ultimately, I don't know. Ultimately, they subdue Phil, stick him Just in jail. Just in the nick of time. Yes. And as he's in jail, he's, I, I'm wondering, you know, 
how much of a foreshadowing this might be. He says, we're never getting out of here alive. Uh, he's next. <laughs> he's got to be next, right? Well, Big Jim doesn't let people push him around like that. No, no, and that's, you know, we have seen not so much this season so far. You know, people have been talking smack to Jim for a little bit this time. You used to be, you, you you know, looked funny at him and you were dead in the next episode. He came close with Rebecca, I think. Yeah, yeah. I really think he was going to kill her if she didn't come clean. He was thinking about it. And Phil's a threat. If he thinks Phil might come after him again then you know he's not long for this world right i i think that's phil's foreshadowing now now <laughs> I really do yeah i hope yeah he he's a he's a he's a nice guy i mean if i can see them killing off that well that's true i can see them killing off that character as as part of a as Although, part of moving the plot along remember in season one he had some dealings with maxine yes that's true because he had he had Julia's husband's car, and that's how we found out he had some dealings with Maxine. So yeah, he's uh, he's been a little shady here and there. He's had some stuff, yeah. Now, big, and Big Jim d- did at some point pull over uh, Julia or was following her or something. I guess he did pull over. Well, he. What is it? He overheard something or? Oh, no. Um, What was it? Yeah, he got some some information that suggested that Barbie was still alive. Right. And so he's kind of tailing her to figure out, you know. What did he get? I can't remember what it was he got. Folks, you got to let us know. Was it? No, Rebecca. No. Rebecca Rebecca didn't know. He was dead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, here's the thing I want to say about, though, when they were in the cell. Okay, good. Why did Junior suddenly say that they were on the same side again after he saved his dad? Yes, talking, you mentioned a seesaw before. <laughs> right. That what? is a, a on again, off again uh, a relationship. Why did with that his mean dad. anything? Well, you know, his, uh, his dad had an opportunity to kind of um, save Junior's life, really. You know, uh, Phil was not. Uh, was getting ready to take out Junior, I believe. Yeah, but they were in front of Rebecca. What's he going to do? Is he going to let Phil take out Junior in front of uh, someone else? Well, I, I still don't think that, that Big Jim is... I think he still wants Junior on his side. Sure. I think he's still got, you know, that family connection is is important to him. If the dome chose me, then it chose my son. On the other hand, we've seen this plenty of times uh, in the first season and this one as well, where he keeps Junior kind of close by to keep him manipula- manipulatable, if that's a word. Yeah, I get manipulatable. what you're and That's it. That, yeah. And trying to get him to to come back to the fold, so to speak. He's I a think, tool. Yeah. And he's he, a tool so he, in his arsenal. He he uh, took that opportunity to. Uh, it it kind of fell into his lap, but it took but the opportunity to do that. Doesn't Junior get that? When your life has been saved, hmm, it may be. It may there may be more emotion. Why why doesn't he just say thanks though? It, it just you know, it's it's a quick turnaround to to say, oh my. Thank you, Daddy. I mean, you know, that's essentially <laughs> what he was saying, right? 
Basically. I guess we're on the same side now, you know? Okay. Anyway, back to what we were saying. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, Big Jim trying to follow Julie and figure out where, you know, whether or not uh, Barbie really is still alive, because that would be a threat to him and his sheriffness. Right. So he does pick up on her as she is meeting with uh, Barbie uh, that evening. Right. So now he knows Barbie is alive and... He's made it outside the and dome. And uh, you can get outside, yeah. Mm-hmm. But and he, he, is, he is not one who wants that dome to come down. No. So he you wonder now, if he dome. finds out too much about this, is he going to, like, you know, I, I'm thinking blow up the tunnels so you can't get out anymore, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. I have a feeling he's going to try and do something in that abyss. Drastic. And I don't think... The abyss is going to let him. There's something with that. I mean, I I hesitate to say that there's something otherworldly, but there is, because how could it do that thing where it shows the obelisk and all that? Mm-hmm. No, so it's. It, I mean, and how could it be your po- a portal there for crying right. out loud? So, it's not going to want to close. And it's not going to let Jim do that. So what's it going to do? To defend but, itself, yeah. Right. But I don't think it's going to kill Jim. I don't know what the deal is with Jim, but it doesn't want Jim to die. No, we, we still have to... Well, we still have that apparition that the four hands saw in the first season of him dying of stab yeah. wounds. Yeah, but that's stab wounds. Does it... <laughs> Does it still want him to get stabbed, or has that opportunity passed? I can't believe we would have that from a story point of view. Right. That we would have that and then not pay it off at, at any point, you know. Although that was last season, so who knows? Hey, that was last week, for crying out loud. It yeah. was last. It was only a few days ago. <laughs> yeah, I need to remember that, too. Well, that, uh, that does it for our episode discussion. Uh, I've got no obituaries this week. Nobody died. That's a, generally a good thing. Um, we usually have nitpicks at this point, but <laughs> I think we've picked all the nits we can possibly pick. I think so, too. <laughs> out of this particular episode. Yeah. I, I don't have any other ones. It's just the... The credibility of the technology, and that always gets me because it's it doesn't take that much research to make it credible enough for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's what bugs me. The writers, you know, all they have to do is send someone out to do a little bit of research so that they can write it a little better. Google is your friend. That's it. Alrighty. Well, let's get to what other people have been saying and who have been sending us some letters to the editor. So we have uh, a few bits of uh, feedback regarding where the heck Joe was staying. And that was something that you and I had some questions about. Yes, thank goodness. And... um... When I saw these come in, yay, because this makes perfect sense. Um, We had one from the Golden Spiral Media Facebook page from Rachel Harrison, 
She says Angie had her own apartment before the dome went down. It was briefly mentioned in season one. Thank you, Rachel. And from our feedback page, Leah says, hi, Karen and Doug. Love the show. I just wanted to send you the answer to where Joe and the gang have been staying the last couple episodes. That seems to have Angie's stuff. It's Angie's apartment. If you remember in season one, they talked about how she moved out and Joe didn't see her very much. I know that's been a thorn in your side, Karen. <laughs> Again, love your guys' show. Yeah. Thank you, Leah and Rachel, for that. Um, I did not remember. Although, I do think it is one of the very first scenes in season one where she and uh, Junior are kind of getting it on. I think that is where it is. So, so a little uh, reminder would have been nice. Yeah. It would have. <laughs> but set us straight, folks. That's yep. what we want. That's what we want from you. Yes, indeed. He set up, put us in our place, you know? That's right. Well, it was just we didn't know where it was. Yeah, so. we had no, I had, I missed that completely. Yeah, me too. I didn't, well, that was way back, like in the first episode last season. So. Over a year Yay. ago. Thank you so much, Rachel and Leah. I appreciate it. And Barb has written to us a couple of things. Uh, she had said that on, on Twitter, she had a suggested Barbie of the week. And, you know, we can only pick, you know, one. But this is a good one, too. Mm -hmm. She suggested Indiana Jones Barbie <laughs> can ride <laughs> under a truck axle, which, yes, he did. Hat, yep. hat and lasso sold separately. But I would have to add, it comes with glasses. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, Indiana Jones, he wore glasses when he taught. That's true. Yep. Ah, so he was really hot when he was a professor. <laughs> <laughs> well, she also wrote to us from the GSM uh, feedback page. That's the Letters to the Editor site, cleverly disguised as the Golden Spiral Media feedback page. And she said, <laughs> hi, Karen and Doug. Hi, Barbara. This is Barb, your political cartoon lampoonist. And wow, do I have some drawings for you this week. Here are your choices for the editorial page. Okay, here we go. We got three. I Num choose all of them. Can we choose all of them? <laughs> yes, I like that. Okay, good. Number good. one, Big Jim wearing a pink share star. Pink stars, bowling in lines. Yep, That's right. Got it. Holding a walkie-talkie, standing over a prostrate Phil, and leering at the dome. He says, I think this will get the point across to our readers that Jim is back, tramples everyone in his wake, and probably wants to see everyone remain trapped in Domeland so he can be all-powerful. Yeah, caption, the dome may have fallen, but I have risen indeed. <laughs> yep. She says, hmm, I might get struck with lightning on this one, and I know what you're talking about, Barb. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of religious, you know, overtones in this. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. but there's more. Here's a, number two. Julia holding the purple egg with one leg raised over the ledge, like she's going to jump, I guess, and the kids behind her egging her on. Thank you. The caption would be, <laughs> the caption would be, that's why it's called a leap of faith, Jack. Uh, uh Julia. That's your lost reference for this week. <laughs> that girl has some crazy faith, but I don't know where she's going. Maybe this will inspire our readers to write in and help uh, help with their usual editorial comments. Yes, I like that idea, Barb. Oh, mm -hmm. and number three. Here's, here's, here's her third uh, possible drawing. 
Sam, Pauline, and Lyle standing in front of a postcard sketch of the red door with the caption, Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened unto you. Thank you very much. This, literally, crazy group is free and wants to get back under the dome? Hmm? Maybe they can take a cart of groceries with them. Uh, and she finally, uh, she signs off. I had a few more ideas sketched on postcards, but someone seems to have taken them. Probably Lyle. And I make, sure make sure we get them in chronological order. I noticed a theme with her drawings this week. They're very re religiously overtoned. <laughs> There's, we've seen, a, I mean, it was a little more obvious uh, in the episode, you know, with the whole Bible and this and Jim's and the Bible and all that. But yes, yeah. so yes. Thank you, Barb. You're just, you know, keeping with the uh, spirit of the show. Very nice. That's right. I see what you did there, spirit. <laughs> I didn't even try that. <laughs> all right. But it's true. Okay, and Justina has also written in, and I'll read it to you right now. First, in our health report, it appears that traveling the portal to Zenith... Okay, now hang on, just, just one, one quick thing. Uh, Justina, I appreciate you doing double duty as investigative reporter and health reporter. Me too. Thank you. Mm -hmm, that's right. Okay. First in our health report, it appears that traveling the portal to Zenith has a physiological effect on the body. Both Lyle and Sam are having tremors in their hands. I will keep my eyes open for further symptoms. I still believe the red door is a portal leading back under the dome. As to the question of where you will pop up in town, I was wondering if it may be you end up near where the egg is at that time. Oh, hmm. very interesting. Interesting theory. Yeah. So Barbie's dad wants the egg. I think he believes whoever has the egg has the power. So he either wants it for his own gain or to use it as a bargaining chip to gain him something else. However, I believe that if the egg is removed from the dome, the monarch and the four hands, it will retaliate in some way. At the very least, I think it would shut itself down and resist any attempts to study or control it. Wow. Sorry. What? I was just, Wow. I know that that is a good theory, right? No, no I like I like that. It's uh, how would, I mean the the egg seems to have a a bit of a mind of its own, so I can see mm -hmm. that happening. I can too. It's a very well thought out theory. I think. Um, I don't think the the egg will let anyone do anything with it that it doesn't think is right. Yeah, want to, but doesn't want to happen. Yeah, right. So that's, that's a perfect theory. Um, sorry, I could not call in. I could not find a secure line. I don't want the men who came for Barbie to come for me next. Mm. And my comment is I'm starting to, starting to worry about Justina. Her reports are being texted in, and I'm afraid she's being followed. Thank you, Doug. Wow. I am. She hasn't sent us a, a call. No, we need we need to hear hear from Justina. I think Justina, I like I like seriously. your I like your uh, reports, your texting in reports. But um, if you can get a secure line soon, please let yeah. us know. I'm very worried, Justina. Seriously, you got to call in. Whatever you do, yeah, just, just just get get some information to us, whether you have to do it via Wi-Fi or not. Yeah, and we didn't hear from Corey at all this week. No, right. 
Well, listen, if you have letters to the editor, feedback for us, send us your observations, your predictions, your reports to there's a bunch of ways. Oh, man. 304-837-2278. That's 304-8-ERA-AQUA. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. 304-8-ERA-AQUA. Okay. Yeah, okay. We need to get better numbers. I think we would talk to uh, Daryl at Golden Spiral Media and see if we can get uh, a, a new so number. So, is that the time of water? Uh, oh, that's... I hadn't thought about that, but I like that. Yes, okay. eight era aqua three oh four eight era aqua. Okay, you can do goldenspiralmedia.com slash feedback, and you can type in some text. You can record your own audio file and upload it, or you can use the SpeakPipe widget to record it right off of your computer. On Twitter, we are now at cmilgazettegsm one z two t's. I am Doug Payton. P-A-Y-T-O-N. She is Alaveria, A-L-E-V-E-R-A. And our hashtag that we use is UTD Gazette. And as we mentioned earlier, some of the uh, feedback we got came in from the Golden Spiral Media Facebook page. So follow us there. And now, it's that time once again for spoilers. For those of you who want to stay spoiler-free, thank you for listening. Thank you for reading. Thank you for being a part of this show that we call the Chester's Mill Gazette. Thank you for subscribing. Yes. Keep those subscriptions coming in. That's right. But right now, it's time for the weather report. What's coming down the pike? All right. Karen, let's hear it. It's pretty sketchy. I got to tell you, I don't have a lot. Um, There are a couple little things that are intriguing. Um, next week's episode is called The Red Door. Um, it's not the salon. I wonder what that could refer to. Gee, I don't know. Um, They're being so cagey with this. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, The Red Door is definitely not cagey. But the rest of everything about next week's episode is kind of cagey. Um, the tagline is Barbie is apprehended by a group of mysterious men, which we already know on under the dome, Monday, August 25th. And there's a picture. Um, he's sitting at a, it looks like an interrogation table and he is chained to it. Not a good, um, uh, not a good idea to be, you know, stuck in an interrogation room chained to it. It's, 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 it, no. it can't, it can't end well. No, it, it looks like a standard, upscale interrogation table where you'd have handcuffs and you're chained to the table. Zenith is nothing if not upscale. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I guess from what we've seen at least. And if you're crazy and you're in an institution, you can just wander around at will as Pauline does. That's helpful. Yeah. Um, So here's the summary. The red door. When Barbie is apprehended by a group of mysterious men, he is relentlessly interrogated about his connection to the dome. Meanwhile, Big Jim makes a deal that could seal the fate of the residents of Chester's Mill forever. Ooh. On Under the Dome, Monday, August 25th, 10 p.m. Eastern on that does, CBS television. That network. does sound like kind of closing off the uh, the Trying to close abyss. off the dome. Yeah. yeah. It does. Um, and we have Pauline, Melanie, and Lyle. Listed as recurring. So 
Sam is not listed as recurring for next week, but that doesn't mean anything. Sometimes they don't. Um, they have a guest cast here, and um, Brett Cullen, again, is back as Don Barbara. Max Eric is back as Hunter. That's good. I like him. And here are the two things that I think are kind of intriguing. Um, we have Austin Stack, who is guesting as a young junior. Hmm. So there's, there's a flashback under the dome. And then Brennan Olson is guesting as an eight-year-old Barbie. So there's a flashback in Zenith. That could be the Barbie of the week, eight-year-old Barbie. <laughs> Maybe. And depending upon what he is doing, it might be something about, like, you know, soccer in the street Barbie. You know, who knows what he's doing <laughs> as an eight-year-old. Um, and it's written by Kelly Souders, Brian Peterson, and Adam, Adam Stein. You got three hands in the uh, in the pot this time. Yep. Let's hope they're better. Um, no offense to these writers. Maybe they're good at things other than technology, but... <laughs> <laughs> and it's directed by Peter Weller, the actor who played RoboCop. Um, he he has directed a lot of things. If you look him up on IMDb, he this he, is in he his has, first hand. In he the has some cred, role. exactly. So uh, that's all we have, really. Um, there are some promo photos on Spoiler TV. Um, you can go and look at them. There's nothing incredibly spoilery about them. So they're Spoilers really keeping, that aren't spoilery. Wow. Yeah, they're really keeping a lid on this, except for the flashbacky things. I'm assuming they're flashbacks. Well, um, and we also saw, you know, next time on Under the Dome, we right. see them descending some stairs. So I have a feeling that uh, they found the door. The red door. I'm assuming. Yeah, again, we're just assuming. So who knows? And if they show that, it could just also be a bait and switch. Yes, yes, yes. It could just be something else. Right. That they, it could uh, be them going down into Don Barbara's basement. The storm cellar, yes. Right, who knows? Could be a lot of things. Alrighty, well, there we are. We've had our spoilers, and you've hung out this far. I'm glad you did. Thank you so much. Yeah, and I gotta say, I'm sorry for being so negative on this one, but I have to go with my conscience we are going to be honest with you folks yep so thanks for reading this issue of the chester's mill gazette i'm doug saying that wherever you are and whatever you do don't jay <laughs> and i'm karen hoping that next week's technology will be better than sandra bullock's the net chester's mill gazette is presented by golden spiral media at goldenspiralmedia.com 